Hello and welcome to the 19 Minutes of Heaven. We call the D1 Baseball Men's College World Series Preview and Pick Show. I am your host, Michael Patrick Rooney, and today I'm not going to blow it, and we're going to actually do picks today, because yesterday yesterday the host uh, forgot to do that. We so choked. We d- it's I always choked. good to have a picks podcast without picks. Yeah, that's, that's on me. That's on me. I, I was up with the bases loaded, and we had a backwards K. Uh, we are partnered with Wilson in the postseason, uh, and, and we are thrilled about that. If you're in Omaha, Wilson's got the Omaha experience over in the baseball village. You've got limited edition products from incredible baseball brands, Evo brands, Evo Shield, DeMarini, Louisville Slugger, and Wilson. You can shop for bats, gloves, and gears. Again, that's the Omaha experience over here at the Baseball Village right next to the stadium. If you're not here, just go to evoshield.com forward slash Omaha. We fixed that today. Uh, th- that'll be available for you all tournament long. So uh, I've got the great Kendall Rogers here, Stephen Shock. I've got Joe Healy. Uh, gentlemen, let's let's address the elephant in the room. And when I mean elephant, I mean gorgeous elephant. Mm-hmm. Stephen, we were over in, in the Wilson area yesterday, and you built or received or all the above a Dippin' Dots glove. Can you please tell us about that? Yeah, so not officially Dippin' Dots because I, I don't know how trademarks and things like that work fully yet. But yeah. that's, they, good, that's very astute of you to yeah, bring that I, up. Yeah, I just want to make okay. sure I'm... CYA, you know, <laughs> um, but yeah, so they brought it out. It had all black laces and a gray web, I believe. Yeah. And one of the things you can do in the Omaha experience store is pick out a different web and get it released. And awesome. believe it or not, they let me relace about half this glove before I had to leave because back in college, I would relace and sell gloves for beer money. And so it was, it was great. To <laughs> Gatorade relive. money. Yeah. Yeah. Gatorade money. Yeah. Always good stuff. Of course. Um, Ramen noodle money. <laughs> yeah. Those, those sorts of things for the PB and J's, but it was really fun. So if you're out here and you want to check them out, they're awesome people. So it's a really fun time over there. Really good. Hey, fix your, let's move your mic up, Steven. So move we my can mic move, up. Yeah. They're perfect. There you go. Hey, That's can, I, can I, can I give him some credit? Like he's kind of rallied, you know, last night he was a little down at the UBA game. Yeah, that's he's right. rallied. He looks like he's ready to roll. Look, you, he's you, got deep fever over here. You, you go home from the game. If it doesn't go your way, you go home, you take your jersey off, you shower, then it's done. You know, right. can't do anything about it. When we woke up this morning, it was done, officially done. Yeah, yeah. And that's this in the field, past. This field, we could have some craziness. Like, oh, no I, doubt. yeah, especially it, in that bracket. Yes, yes. Virginia is far from out of this thing. So let's do this, boys. Let's sure. review yesterday. Okay. Um, let's start with this. Coach Rooney went zero for two in his picks, so that was great. That was awesome. I'm officially in the losers bracket. Um, <laughs> but you know, so the first game, TCU kind of owns the first part of that game. And then this incredible comeback. And the thing about Oral Roberts is they earned every bit of it. I mean, the comeback was on hits. It was not on gifts. And then Blaze Brothers hits that home run. He's their nine-hole hitter. Now he's got a lot of extra base hits. Uh, That, that, you know, I'll take your guys' comments right now. That was incredible. I didn't see that coming. No, I think the really cool thing about that for ORU was, you know, Kay Denton goes out there and and doesn't pitch great. Like, Mm -hmm. TCU gets, gets on him a little bit. And despite that, like their offense kind of picks him up. So I, I really like those, those pieces of so are you team to where like, hey, my All-American reliever doesn't may have his best day. Like we're going to pick him up. And that's just a sign of just a really good team in general. So, yeah, I'm with you. I, I don't think I saw that coming. I thought when K Denton got hit a little bit, I thought TCU had won that game. And that was not the case. So give ORU a lot of credit. Yep, no question. Joseph? Yeah, it, a lot of times you can see those rallies kind of building and you start to count where you're going to be in the lineup when the tying run go ahead run comes up and 
But that one kind of caught me off guard where, you know, Brothers comes to the plate and, yeah, he's, he's got a lot of extra base hits. He, he's a guy who can run the ball out of the ballpark. But the idea that he was going to do that in that spot had ne- had not entered my mind yet. Yeah. Right. And so the ball goes up and it's just kind of like it's just one of those very pure baseball moments where we love this sport and we watch this game because we see things that we don't expect and it surprises us and delights us. And that was a great example of that where it's just like, holy crap, I, I can't believe that that just happened. So yeah. just a cool moment yeah. to start off the series. Steven, I'll pose this to you and it happened in both games. I thought coming into the postseason, we could have some crazy finishes because offense was so up in college baseball, but I didn't see a lot of teams with like killer bullpens. You know, yeah. one of the teams, one of my favorite bullpens isn't even here, Duke. So I thought that we would see that a lot in regionals and super regionals, but we're actually, we saw it yesterday where it was really hard to get those last few outs. Yeah, it's one of those things where winning seven, eight, nine is the most important thing you can do because if you're going to win any innings, winning those innings typically bodes very well for your team. Um, So you got to have that lockdown bullpen, but also when you're pitching in those late innings, there's that heightened focus. Like even if it's, the bottom of the lineup, those guys are going to claw and fight and have good ABs, especially here in Omaha, because those are the teams that claw fight their way back into games, and they're going to be the teams that are still standing. And mm-hmm. you know, if you want to, if you want to know who's going to win the College World Series, it's going to be the guys who win seven, eight, nine the most. Yep, that's a great point too, Stephen. Because I, I hadn't thought of it until you just said it, but you know, the teams that are here have very high belief factors, right? Like, there's a lot of evidence to those kids, those players that, hey, you can come back and get any game. And we kind of saw that. Like Oral Roberts, like I I wrote them off, but they didn't write them off, you know? And so very interesting. Hey, let's get to let's get to the players and picks for today. So we'll start with the the smart guys, Stanford versus Wake Forest. Okay. You know, the kids that couldn't get into Notre Dame. Did, did I say that or think that? <laughs> Just kidding. The kids, that, the kids that couldn't get into Malvern Prep went to Stanford and Wake Forest. <laughs> Just kidding. Hey, when, they, when the ASU God speaks, we listen. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> Last night, someone referred to Runes as the ASU God. Yeah. So. Somebody who hopefully did not drive home. Somebody that, that, that jumped in an Uber shortly thereafter. So they shouldn't operate heavy machinery today either. Um, all right. So we'll, we'll go around the horn. We'll right. pick two players, maybe one from each team, and then we'll go keys to the game. So KR, Stanford versus Wake. Give us a player each. Yeah, I think for me, it looks like Stanford's going to start Joey Dixon. Like, he's got to be the player of this game for Stanford. I mean, against that Wake Forest lineup, that potent lineup top to bottom, they were just ter- – as we've used the kind of the word from last week, they were terrifying last week in a Super Regional. And Joey Dixon's going to have to pitch a game of his life today for Stanford to have a shot. Because just when you look at their bullpen against Texas last weekend, uh, it was not reliable. Like, Drew Dow wasn't throwing strikes. Ryan Bruno wasn't throwing strikes. So Joey Dixon's got to give them a very, very good start today. It's a very good lineup. Love it. Steven, a favorite, a key or favorite player from this game? Uh, I'm really excited for Brock Wilkin, mm-hmm. mainly because he has the opportunity to tie the BB Core home run record or, or to catch up to Jack Caglione and then potentially tie the BB Core record. But also, it's his birthday. So happy birthday, oh, Brock wow. Wilkin. I didn't know that. Oh, have, a great, have a great birthday. Nice. Yeah. Are they, are they ahead of Cam Fisher now? I yeah, believe so. Fisher, Fisher got yeah. stuck at 30, oh, okay. I thought. I, be- Does that sound I wasn't right? sure. Yeah. I believe Brock is at 30, 31. Yeah. And then and then Jack. I think one of his home runs from last week is still going. So, Some of them should count as two. Yeah. I just thought it was so ironic that all those home runs went over the welcome to Deke Town sign. <laughs> it was like the, the balls were no longer welcome in Deke Town. They were leaving <laughs> yeah, Deke yeah. Town. Right. So. Can, I, can I just say that I'm really sad that Aaron Fitt is not here for Wake Forest at Deke first? Day? CDA since 1955. He earned it. He earned, yeah, Fitzy. If, if you're watching, you earned Deke Day. We, we will celebrate Deke Day for you. 
So I prefer to celebrate privately. <laughs> nice. All right, Joe, go ahead. Yeah, give us a player, Joe. I like, I like how Kendall said Joey Dixon has to pitch the game of his life. Like, <laughs> no, no, pressure. no pressure, kid. Like, have fun out there, you know? Yeah. Sorry, um, Joey. Uh, <laughs> I will go with this is kind of cheating, but I will go with literally any Stanford bullpen pitcher mm. because it, that's just been like kind of a, a roller coaster ride. Yeah. I mean, let's be honest. Even if Joey Dixon does pitch the game of his life, they're, they're going to need some bullpen arms, right? And that's just been such a crapshoot this season about what they what they get out of the bullpen. So, you know, they, they're going to need to be able to string some outs together later in the game because, you know, Wake, even if that Stanford offense kind of gets rolling, Wake is going to be able to throw wave after wave after wave at them. So at some point, yeah. Stanford's going to have to start matching zeros. Yep. Hashtag Ryan Bruno. Yeah. 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 I mean, and, yeah. and the question becomes, you know, how confident when when does David Esker feel confident using Ryan Bruno? Yeah. You know, like it's you're kind of at this crossroads if you're David Esker where how deep can we go in this thing without Ryan Bruno, but how confident do I, I feel going with him? I think it, the earlier you can get him out there, the better. Because I think if you're going to Good make point. a run in this thing, like he's got to be that dude. And if you're sitting there being like very like apprehensive about using him, then that's just going to that, – that's going to me, that's going to make him even more kind of unsettled, mm -hmm. so to speak. So I'll, I'll just pick Rhett Louder. You know, I think yeah. that's one of the fun matchups today. You know, Stanford – because that bracket, that side of the bracket is so outrageously strong, Stanford has become the redheaded stepchild of the bracket, and they are in Omaha for the third straight year. Yeah. And and they are extremely offensive. So I think Rhett Louder against the Stanford lineup and then how's the park play, I, I think that's going to be very interesting. What Give us a key to the game, Kendall. Yeah, I just think Stanford starting pitching has got to give them a, a chance in this one. I would say the other thing, too, and I kind of pointed this out the other day on our, our preview pod, but it, Stanford's lineup – against Rhett Louder, because if you look back at last week, and Lucas Gordon for Texas had a lot of success, though, in that changeup to Stanford's lineup. They swung through that changeup a lot, and Rhett Louder has a plus changeup. So uh, Rhett Louder is a little better than Lucas Gordon, and if you swing through that changeup against him, you're going to have a long day offensively. And who are you picking in this um, game? Wake Forest? Wake Forest, of course. I like it. Steven, who are you picking and, and why? Oh, man, that's a tough one. I'm going to pick Wake Forest because it's Brock's birthday. I still love you, Stanford. And look. Was that look, really tough for you, though? You said that was I, a tough one. Yes, because I love David Esker. Yes, I love yeah, Stanford, guys. your guys boys are from awesome. last year. Yeah, yeah. Like, Kyle's not watching. Look, can if, say that... if the picks were who do you want to go skateboarding with, it's <laughs> okay. still pretty hard. But that one's <laughs> leaning towards Stanford because they seem like good skaters. But, well, I feel like that's that's very important. Like, who would you rather skateboard with? Yeah, but at the end of the day, they could still win, even yeah, though I really said could. I picked Wake, you know? Yeah. I like it. All right, Joe. Yeah, what do you got, I Joe? would also pick Stanford to go skateboarding with because they're more likely to have <laughs> medical degrees, perhaps, yeah, in the future. And so I would, I would need some, some first school. aid. Okay. Um, <laughs> yeah, for me in this game, it's, it's which offense can kind of make things happen without yeah. the ball leaving the yard. Um, I, I know this this park plays more offensive than it used to, so the, the idea that it's a graveyard is just no longer really true. However, today, I don't know if you can see it, the people who are watching, like it's a little gray, the air is a little thicker, there could be some rain, maybe the ball doesn't jump quite as much today. Both of these teams hit a lot of long balls, so today, which one is able to manufacture runs, string hits together, and not get frustrated when you have fly balls get caught at the warning track? Yep. I like that. I, I'm picking Wake just because I think they're more complete. But I do think that Stanford is very, very good. You know, I, this yeah. is this is not an easy assignment for Wake. It feels like I, I don't feel you feel like you have to pick Wake, kind of. But I, man, Stanford is is really, really good. And I think you said Joe is uh, that's where my brain is at. Is which of these two very, very strong offenses can 
you know, impose their will on this game. So I, I'm also picking Wake, by the way. I did the thing where I didn't yeah, I just talked around I, it. And, yeah, that's yeah, well done. Wake. It was like yeah. kind of the, the fake in football. Like, yeah, right. yeah, and, yeah. I, and we all, yeah, 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 well yeah. done. Nothing but grass in front of me. Uh, I think I rubbed <laughs> off on you on that one. My bad. <laughs> nice. We're we're still consuming the like we're picking teams based on who's the better skating team. Like I right. still, yeah. I feel like I've got a hole in my prediction game right there. I'm not even thinking <laughs> about can skateboarding. Can I give you two teams that will not be skateboarding? Tennessee and LSU. Yes. Do, do you, does this feel like a game where like you don't you don't even need to know anything about Tennessee and LSU, but you can just tell they hate each other. Like they're gonna go on the field. Like you can just tell it's gonna be chippy. It's gonna be hard nosed. Like, like the two cultures, right? Like, so you mean that they wouldn't be skateboarding with each other, or they no, individually they're, they're don't like, skateboard? They're the ones that are like at the the skate rink and the like the one side over here and um, the one side's over yeah, here flipping like birds, yeah, like yeah, sharks yeah, like, in a talking tree. Yeah, man. Like let's meet yeah. in the middle of the, the rink. Both okay. both of those fan bases executing the the it's four o'clock somewhere this morning. <laughs> no, you know, no, like, you yeah, know we're, we were over here, so we're over here next to Rocco's and. LSU fans are already out here with like forty ounce beers at ten forty five in the morning. So I think they think their games at one o'clock. Like yeah. you can't, you can't, you can't drink all day if you don't start early. That's right. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So. Hashtag. Isn't that, the, isn't that the state of Louisiana motto? I, I don't. I can't speak for <laughs> no, it, but I'm no impressed. Comment. Yeah, I'm. I mean, like the one, the, um, the care factor is high. This is going to be an awesome game, though. Yes. And I, I'm not going to pick Paul Skeens uh, on this one. I'm going to pick Andrew Lindsay because I think you know, kind of like Joey Dixon with against Wake Forest's lineup on this game. I think if Tennessee's going to have a shot to win this. Um, a, they're going to have to run Paul Skeen's pitch count up early, which they can do. Teams have done that this year. Uh, the other thing is Andrew Lindsay's going to have to give them a strong start. I mean, he's a guy that's up to 97, 98 with his fastball. He can chew you up with a slider when he's when he's on. And so I think for them, if he can give them, let's say, six innings and they can be within striking distance or have a lead or be tied and turn that thing over to Chase Burns, I think the complexion of this game changes a little bit because yep. they have the advantage at that point if both starting pitchers are out. Steven, who's a player to watch for you? Hayden Travinsky. Oh, because yeah. he yes. is He's got his own shirt. You, Hashtag charisma. Yeah. I mean, you look at anyone on the team, they love that dude. You know, there's there's a few guys more talented than him. Maybe. Sure. Is there a guy on the team that is more liked? I don't think so. Just because yeah. he he spent the first half of the year just being an incredible teammate while Brady Neal was doing his thing, and then he got his opportunity and has really thrived. No and so I think when he goes, everybody else is just kind of happier. Yeah. And it's like, oh, Hayden's doing well. We're happy. We're going to do yeah. well now. So he can kind of ignite things that way, which I really like. Yeah. I was I noticed I was walking in the hotel yesterday from uh, from coming over here to do the taping at Wilson. And he was like on the porch reading a novel <laughs> at the hotel by himself. So the fact that he's like who he is on the field and he's reading a novel off the field, I kind of love that. Plus his facial hair is like yeah. – 15 years on the California Highway Patrol level <laughs> facial hair. Like, it's just super off troopers. the charts. Yeah, super so clean. Yeah. He yes. would like to see your license, sir. <laughs> yeah. Joe, what do you got? Who do you got? Who do you like here? First of all, I was hoping Kendall would double down and be like, Andrew Lindsay is going to have to throw a no-hitter yes. today. Oh, if they're going to win. Game of his life. Really hoping he today was Today is game of your life. That, would be, a, that. that would be a quiet, bold prediction. Uh, I, I'm going to go Christian Moore. Um, he's... Yeah been really hot for Tennessee lately it feels like he's maybe turned a little bit of a corner when let's face it first three quarters of the season or so it's pretty inconsistent the numbers looked good on on an aggregate basis but he'd have games where he just wasn't really present but that seems to have changed and him being the kind of guy that he is gives that lineup length because I think he's been a little bit of a microcosm of Tennessee's lineup this season where the numbers look pretty good and you like the individual talents but there's just games where it just doesn't it doesn't work for whatever reason, and I'm not really smart enough to diagnose that, but there are just games that <laughs> yeah. they just don't score, and I'm not really exactly sure why. So um, 
he's kind of changed that perception and changed the reality for that lineup. So Christian Moore is my guy. Yeah, I like that. I'm, I'm going to go – gosh, we're picking a lot of Tennessee guys, which is fascinating. But um, I'm going to go Chase Burns because I think he's yeah. something that LSU doesn't have. Now, it depends on what version of Chase Burns we see. But, you know, just a, a moment of truth reliever. He looked pretty with, good in Hattiesburg. Yeah. I, I mean, mean, that was unhittable. Now, the one thing that was weird in Hattiesburg, though, is like the, the inning where he threw 102 and he's losing his mind on the mound. And then the velo came down fairly significantly. Yeah. But when his velo comes down, it's to 96. So <laughs> it's still. Yeah. Um, but it, still it'll be interesting. Game. The question, I guess, becomes, does LSU's offense even let this become a bullpen game? Or do yeah. they just, you know, get after Andrew Lindsay and then, you know, Chase Burns is not usable in this game? Um, uh, Kendall, you're, you're picking why? Uh, I'll go with LSU. I mean, it's it's just hard to pick against Paul Skeens in this offense on this stage. This this is kind of what this team was expected to do. This is what they've been looking forward to all year long. I think they're going to be loose out here. Uh, I like LSU. Steven? I like LSU. I mean, all those reasons sound pretty good, right? <laughs> yeah, and they're also they're, they're clearly winning. Like, no offense to the Tennessee fans because they're just not a, a, as numerous. But LSU's yeah. winning the tailgater. There's well, they're, no they're, they're well, going to be well hydrated. Yeah, yeah. or, or – or, yeah. <laughs> Or dehydrated. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Joe, who do you like here? Water sales at the game are going to be just a lot of, a lot of dry mouths. In this yeah. <laughs> um, a little cotton mouth. I will also go LSU. Uh, Paul Skeens, what, what's fascinating about him is he's just like, he's bulletproof from so much, so many of the things that you try to do to get to a starting pitcher, right? Like, you know, you can't really run his pitch count up because he'll throw 130 if he needs to. Like, he's just kind of, you know, yeah. uh, that, that doesn't affect him. And, you know, he, he strikes guys out. He also doesn't really give up that much hard contact. A lot of guys who are high swing and miss pitchers also give up a lot of loud contact. Well, he, mm-hmm. he doesn't. And so it's just it's this great mystery of how you really beat him. He's, he's not really had any. He's had some outings that were less good than others, but he really hasn't had that one or two disastrous outings that even good starting pitchers have. It's it's just kind of a fascinating deal. And so I, I, I'm kind of interested to see what he does in this yeah. uh, in this situation so lsu is my pick today yeah i'm picking lsu as well just because in good conscience i don't feel like i can pick against paul Skeens. right uh he just you know he's a generational guy like it's it's mark Pryor, it's steven strasberg it's that level of arm i I will say that what what i'm most excited for is the environment in the stadium i think it's going to be the single best environment we've ever had in the stadium i think about arkansas when they were here for the finals in 2018 and it was like this you know, wave. It felt like the whole state was here, and then Mississippi State was that way, and then Mississippi was that way mm-hmm. last year, Ole Miss. But now it's two of those fan bases in the yeah. same stadium yep. with the same level of excitement. So I'm really pumped to see what this place looks like tonight because I, I think it's going to be um, an all-time great atmosphere. For sure, yep. agreed. Yep. Agreed. Yeah. So, all right, well done, gentlemen. Excellent. Uh, we want to, again say thanks to our friends at Wilson. If you're here. Make sure you get over to the Omaha experience in the baseball village. You won't forget it, regret it. The gear, the swag is awesome. The the glove is yeah. is off the charts. They have a purple velvet glove too, by the way, which is oh. like if those were pants, I would wear them. I mean, like it was just <laughs> unbelievable the stuff that they've got here. So um, that's it. We will be back tomorrow to to do picks and a preview. And uh, everyone enjoy the uh, the World Series. <laughs>